So it's important to learn how to code, but it's also important to take your knowledge and teach other people what you know. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking all about that. How do you take your skills and pass it down to the next person? Hi everybody, it's Samantha and Jackie, and we're back with another episode you don't wanna miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. And before we get into this topic, and if you're loving it so far, please make sure you share this with your friend or a coworker. Thanks. So Jackie, can you give me a little bit about your background? Awesome. So I actually started learning to code back in 2006 when I was in high school. Started with HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. From there, I actually loved it. And so I registered for a computer science course in high school as a senior where I started learning Java. And then from there, I decided I was going to continue on with learning computing. And so in college, I got a bachelor's and master's degree in computer science, learned to code, learned a lot of other things about computing as well, got into databases when I got really interested in database development. And so I went on and did that as a job. That was my first developer job in 2013. And then I left that job in 2017 to pursue a career in higher education, where I'm currently a computer science professor. And I have been a computer science professor for six years now. I have taught at three schools. I've taught at technical school, community college, four-year university. So definitely know all the different areas of teaching in computing sciences. I've also taught at a technical school and I've also taught coding boot camp. I started doing a coding boot camp back in November of 2021 and so still currently teach for that boot camp. Very popular boot camp and definitely would recommend it to anyone who is looking for a boot camp. But that is my background and I am very passionate about coding education as many people know if they know me. So I'm also the founder of Tech Girls Code where I now teach women who are wanting to change careers from another career to tech and become software developers. So that's just a little bit about me. So we have an expert here. Expert teacher is on our hands. So we get to ask her all the questions. What made you go from being a software engineer to teaching about software engineering? What was that turning point for you? Yeah, so one thing that I really always tell people is back when I was learning to code in college, I was actually introduced to coding in a way that I really didn't like and I almost gave it up. I actually dropped my very first programming course and I remember my advisor looked at me dead in the eyes and said, you probably won't graduate in four years if you're going to drop this course. Needless to say, I did graduate in four years uh, with my degree, thankfully, but one of the things that was very frustrating was just once again, the way I was introduced to it, the thing that kept me in computing sciences was I was reintroduced to it in a way that I could understand and appreciate. And so from there, I continued to learn coding. And when I got into the industry, though, I started to realize that even though I was introduced to it in a better way, there were still some gaps in the learning. And so when I got into the industry, I kind of felt even though I did know how to code that I could have been better prepared. And so I didn't 
want to, you know, try to teach myself because back then the only option was teach yourself or go to school. And this was like 2008. And so I was like, I don't have the discipline to teach myself. So I'm going to go to school. So I relied on a lot of other people to teach me, of course, in college. And so the thing that made me transition into higher education and teaching was the gap that I saw, especially when I got into the industry. Like I mentioned, I felt like I wasn't as prepared to actually do my job to the fullest. There was a lot of things that I was learning on the job, which is not a bad thing, of course, but there were just a lot of even basic things that I was learning on the job. But thankfully, by the time I left, I was you know, basically a pro at what I was doing. But I wanted to transition to higher education so that people could have a way of learning to code from more of a better foundational standpoint, that they would be more prepared before they went into the industry. So that was the reason why I decided to switch from being in the developer world to becoming a higher ed professional. Pretty much seeing that there wasn't a lot of people who look like us in the industry. And so you decided to fill in that role, which I absolutely love. In the previous episode, we talked about boot camps versus computer science degree. You have taught in both realms. Which do you believe is best for older adults who have a full-time job? Well, to be honest, I always say it's really not necessarily one or the other. It's really more so about evaluating your area of life and where you are at, because both of them are great options. If you can handle a degree and you like the pace of a degree and you feel like want to go after the degree, that's wonderful. But if you feel like you like the pace of a boot camp, which usually tends to be faster, then you can do that as well. And I think with the degree, it also depends on your goals too, because I actually have an episode of my own podcast where I talk about the four different types of computer science degrees, all the way from associates to the PhD. And it really just depends on what your goal is and and where you want to go. If you're wanting to be associate, bachelor's, master's, and PhD, they all have very different goals as well, not just necessarily just getting a degree because each of those things have a different purpose and you'll learn different things at each level. So you can definitely go and listen to that if you want to. But I just think that it's so important to understand that it's first about really evaluating your stage in life. You know, if you have children, if you've got a job that takes a lot from you, but even more so, what is your style of learning? Because that's how you're going to be able to best determine which route is for you. And so the other thing I will say here too is a lot of people ask me this question as well. And the main place that they come from is, you know, they see people that say, well, you can learn to code in three months like I did. And even though I wouldn't say that's not realistic because I do know some people who have done it. But then when you look at the people who have done it, you look at their lifestyles, you know, a lot of them don't have children. A lot of them don't, you know, have a lot of other responsibilities outside of maybe another job that allows them to be able to do that. Some of them are single. Some of them, you know, they live in different places that might allow them to do that. And so when you see somebody that says that, it's like, well, what's their life really like? And so in evaluating which one will be best for you, because that's really what it's about. Think about your lifestyle. Think about your learning style, your learning speed, and also what your goal is. Are you wanting to get a job within a certain amount of months? 
or a certain or in a couple of years. It really just depends on that. So I think both are great options. It just once again, really just depends on your goals. That is awesome to hear. I do agree with you on the fact that your lifestyle plays a big role in like which direction you should go. Like I said, like if I was very young, college for sure would be my option. But now as an adult, I don't know if that would be the right direction for me. I also did enjoy the fact that you said like learning different learning styles and having different ways of learning. As a teacher, how can you adjust to people's learning styles? Well, the first thing, especially if you're teaching coding, is to understand where people are at. Because sometimes you will get people, whether it's boot camp level, computer science degree level, or even just like independent programs and courses like I teach, you have different people in different levels where you'll get the person that's completely new to coding, has no idea what it is, but they just know they saw some video and they got interested in doing it now they want to be part of a program to teach them and they believe this is the path they want to go now. You'll get this people that's like, yeah, I've kind of dallied into some coding. They might even have a degree, but maybe in the degree, they just more so focused on taking the courses and they weren't necessarily just primarily focused on coding itself. And then you'll have the people that's like experts that's like, hey, I can do this in my sleep <laughs> and I don't even need a college degree or, or whatever. You do get some of those people that are like that. It's almost like they were born to code and they never had to learn, which we all know is not true. But well, you do have those different levels of people. And so understanding those different types of people where they're at is very important as an instructor, but also communicating to those students saying, hey, I understand where you're at, then making recommendations from there. In my classes, a lot of the advanced students, I give them a lot of the bonus projects that we have. A lot of the more involved things because they already know a lot of the basic skills. And I tell them, hey, use this class to sharpen your skills. Use this class to just continue to get better at it because we all have times where we may forget a div or, you know, forget, you know, what a span element or something like that. And we may have to look it up. But a lot of times when we just keep practicing it, it's just going to sharpen our skills. And so I always tell people that in the beginners, I tell them, you know, hey, we're going to go from bare bones beginning, really take some notes and really press into what it is that you're learning. But please feel free to ask questions. And your responsibility is to let me know just the level at which that you're able to handle this and then ask questions from there. So that's how I handle the different types of students. That's awesome. So when you're handling students and they forget their divs and they forget their spans, it might be discouraging that they keep practicing all the time. How do you keep them motivated and keep them going? One of the things that I really like to do is I try to pull in, there's two things I try to do. I try to pull in something from the real world to help them understand where the div or the span is important. But then I also pull in after I do that, that, I also remind them, especially if it's something like web development, I remind them the purpose of each. One of the things that I do is I have this diagram where it allows me to show them why it's important to have this great intersection of HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And then whenever they get discouraged, I always remind them of that document saying, hey, you know, here is the purpose of why you need all three. This is the section where div and span may fall. Here is the CSS portion of it. And then here is the JavaScript 
JavaScript portion of it, where now we can create the functionality. So if you get past this step, you'll be able to get here all the way at the end of JavaScript. And so then they're like, oh, that really makes a lot more sense. Let me keep going. So just continuing to remind them of the purpose of what it is that they're doing, but also on just the coding learning level side, showing them like, hey, this is the next step that's going to come after you accomplish this. Because sometimes beginners just really don't understand that there's a connection to whatever it is that you're doing in coding. There's something that always builds. And so if I can get them to understand like, hey, you know, there's going to be another level that you get to. Don't worry stay encouraged here's the purpose for it then they're able to be encouraged from there there is a purpose to like learn and connect the dots also a purpose to get a job in tech so if you wanted to get a job in tech what is actually faster a computer science degree i know that it's a long time to do that or coding boot camp but like after you graduate from both of those places who do you find is getting jobs faster so really one of the things that I would say logically from, you know, a, if you look at a curriculum standpoint, obviously usually the coding boot camp is going to be the fastest route to getting a job. Or even if it's like an online course or something like that, if the curriculum is a certain number of weeks, like a short number of weeks, usually boot camps are, that's usually the faster way to go. However, once again, it does always go back to your learning style because there are some who do get in boot camps and then it's too fast for them and they have to backtrack. And so really just looking at it more so from a curriculum standpoint, coding bootcamp is faster, but a lot of people sometimes don't realize that maybe their learning level doesn't allow them to do a bootcamp as well. And so they end up having to backtrack. So I would say more so from kind of like a logical standpoint, whichever most applies to your learning style will be the faster way. I think that really, once again, if you think about just the different types of computer science degrees, the AS degree or the, yeah, the AS degree, Associate of Science, some colleges have it under AA, depending on which building they're part of, Associate of Arts, but could be either or, but usually the associate's degrees are two years. So a lot of people forget about the associate's degrees and a lot of boot camps tend to be somewhere between a, what may be a year or a little past a year. Yeah, those associate's degrees actually are a couple of years. So a lot of those associate's degrees, you can start working in the field before you finish your bachelor's. So really just depends on which way you want to go because a lot of people don't realize that when you do have the computer science degree, it is that shorter option. Also, colleges will have the certificate as well. So if you're somebody who's in another industry and maybe you just want to get a certificate in coding, maybe take six to 12 classes or something like that, there's that option too at the degree level. So I think really just knowing your options too will help you determine which one's going to be faster for you. But one thing that I am seeing now, a lot back then, of course, there wasn't a whole lot of boot camps. So having the college degree was a plus. But I think now if you're able to really articulate your skills on your resume and really show that you know the skills, whether you've gone to get a degree, whether it's associates, bachelors or whatever, or if you've gone to getting coding boot camp, I think that's more so what they're really looking for now. So, and I think that's a really great thing in today's time because back then it just wasn't it. <laughs> and so those of you who are listening now in 2022, consider yourself lucky because back when I was first learning well over 15 years ago, it was not possible if you, you know, college was the only thing. So hopefully that answers your question. Well, after you graduate from each 
learning track, which one gets you the job the fastest? If you graduate from each one, I basically would say, because I haven't really, to be honest, Samantha, I haven't really seen anyone necessarily get a job faster, depending on what it is. I just think that most of what I've seen with students is they will say, okay, well, I have applied you know, my skills in either one of these areas, they've noticed that I've done really good and they've gotten the job. Technically, like I said, logically speaking, you know, the coding boot camp can be just because, you know, you've gone through, you know, those certain amount of weeks and it's a lot shorter than college and all of that. So from the time standpoint, I feel like, but I think what I personally have seen on my end is a lot of people are just really, like I said, looking for the skills. And I haven't really seen too much of competitiveness between which one would get there faster. Yeah, but from just the curriculum logical standpoint, I would say the coding boot camp would be faster because a lot of times with the coding boot camp, you do have a career coach that actually helps you be able to get your resume set up and all that type of stuff. Whereas one thing I have seen in college is not always that, depending on what school that you go to, unless you have like a really good instructor that really knows how to coach you on the career side of things, then, you know, you will tend to get the job faster. So really, in a nutshell, I will say the faster that you can really get that career coaching, get your resume fleshed out after you've gotten the skills on either side, usually will get the job faster. But from like a curriculum standpoint, boot camp would more than likely do it. Boot camp will give you the basics. So get a job with the boot camp. Thank you so much, Jackie, for coming on and letting us know the differences between uh, coding boot camp versus computer science and all your teaching styles is very important. Thanks everybody for listening. Till next time. Bye.